Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales a kids' podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. First things first, our special shout-outs. Thank you so, so much to Piper James and Virginia, Juliet, Gideon, and Wilbur. Thank you so much for listening to Girl Tales. It makes me incredibly happy to know that you enjoy our stories. Grown Ups Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. To hear your child's name at the top of our next episode, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is Shirley Holmes. Enjoy. I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. Her name is Shirley. Shirley Holmes. And Shirley is really good at solving mysteries. Using science. What kind of mysteries, you ask? Well, she helped my friend M find her canoe after it mysteriously went missing one day. It turned out that no one took it. It had just floated away after M forgot to bring it far enough onto the shore. Shirley used potomology or the scientific study of rivers to track the current and path of the river and locate the canoe. Shirley also helped my friend Paula Bunyan locate the source of a mysterious, scary noise coming from one of the empty tree houses that she had built. Paula was too scared to look inside, but Shirley used bioacoustics, 
or the study of animal sounds to figure out that the noise was just coming from a peregrine falcon who was just seeking shelter from the rain. And as for me, well, Shirley helped me solve a big mystery and helped me meet one of my best friends. I wish I could say that this mystery started on a dark and stormy night, but it actually started one lovely, summery Saturday morning. I had just finished breakfast and a chapter of my book and had decided that I was going to bake a pie using some of the delicious apples that my friend Amina Appleseed had given to me. I had never made a pie before, and I was so excited to put it all together. It was easier than I had thought, and before I knew it, the pie was in the oven. My entire house was filled with the sweet scent of apples and cinnamon, and soon the pie was done. I placed the pie on the windowsill of the open window in my kitchen, thinking that the summer breeze might help cool it down faster. Then I went to wash my hands, which were covered in flour, sugar, and the sticky juice from the apple. Suddenly, I heard a loud sound coming from the windowsill. But when I looked over, no one was there. How strange, I thought. That must have been my imagination. But as I walked closer to the window, I noticed that someone had taken a bite out of my pie. Who could have done such a thing? Hello? I called out, but no one answered. I looked around, but couldn't see anyone. Just my pie on the windowsill, missing a big bite. I knew that I had a mystery on my hands and knew that there was only one person I could call to help me solve it. Shirley picked up the phone after only one ring. I explained my predicament, and Shirley was happy to help me with my mystery. I'm on the case, she said. Exactly one hour later, I heard a knock at my door. There was Shirley, ready to help me solve the mystery. I explained my case again. I had just finished baking a pie and put it on the windowsill to cool. Then I heard a crunching sound. When I looked over, a bite of my pie was missing. But I couldn't see anyone. It's exciting, Shirley. It's elementary, my dear Rebecca, Shirley said to me. I will use my tools and my knowledge of science to solve your case. We'll catch the pie eater soon. The first thing Shirley did was look around my house for a sign of any unusual activity. But everything seemed pretty normal. Then she spoke with the people around town, asking them if they had seen anyone walking around and eating a piece of pie. No one had seen anything, but other people from the town reported missing food from their windows, too. Cookies, fruit, vegetables, even a whole pizza. My pizza. What was going on? Shirley sat with this knowledge for some time, then reached a conclusion. Shirley concluded that this pie eater must have grabbed their piece of pie and left without being seen by anyone. Then they must have found all of the other open windows and took other people's food, too. How mysterious, Shirley said. This must be more difficult than I thought. Next, Shirley investigated my pie, still missing a big bite, 
and pulled out her magnifying glass to get a closer look. Aha! cried Shirley. There are teeth marks in this pie. I can use my scientific skill called bite mark analysis. I'll use the teeth marks in the pie to determine who took the bite. Shirley looked even closer. But wait, Shirley said. I think our suspect might not be a who after all, and might just be a what. She pointed to the bite in the pie. The bite didn't match the shape that is made when people take a bite of food, but it does seem to match the shape of an animal's bite. I could see that the bite was long and oval-shaped. So what ate my pie? A wolf? A bear? with me, said Shirley, and she led me outside. What are you doing? I asked. Looking for footprints, Shirley explained. When people walk outside, sometimes they leave markings from their shoes or feet in the ground. We call those footprints. Footprints can tell us a lot about a person, what kind of shoes they wear, how big or small their feet are, even the way that the person walks. We can use scientific analysis to learn about a person just from their footprints. But in this case, I suspect I'm looking for paw prints. Shirley crouched low and began to investigate the ground around my open kitchen window. Sure enough, there were four paw prints in the dirt below. Each print had four oval-shaped toes, and when I got close, I could see an extra mark at the end of each toe, like a claw or a toenail. I can now conclude your pie-eater is one of the canine variety, said Shirley. I turned to her, confused. It means a dog ate it, she explained. A dog, I thought. There were no dogs in the neighborhood that I knew about. Where did this dog come from? Where did the dog go? As if Shirley could read my mind, she sprung up. It went that way, she cried. We ran, following the dog's paw prints in the dirt, until we reached a cluster of trees on the edge of town. Look, cried Shirley. There, there on the ground was an apple core. A few feet away, the crust of a slice of pizza. Oh, and further still, the tops of some carrots. We followed the trail of half-eaten food to find a big pile of cookies, fruits, and vegetables in the center of the cluster of trees. There, gently snoozing on top of the pile, was the cutest little dog I had ever seen. As he snored, his little belly rose and fell happily. He had long brown hair and ears that flopped over, covering his eyes. We stepped closer, and a twig snapped under our feet, waking the dog. He leapt to his feet, startled to see two humans in his makeshift kitchen. Then, to my surprise, he began to wag his tail and walk toward me. Remember the part of the story about Shirley helping me meet one of my best friends? This is it. The dog came right up to my feet and sat, looking up at me with big brown eyes. His tail wagged energetically, sweeping the leaves on the ground side to side. 
I bent down to pet his head, and he greeted me with a giant, slobbery lick. It was gross, but pretty adorable. From that moment on, we were best friends. The dog even followed me all the way home. He didn't have a collar, and when we took him to the vet to make sure that he was healthy, the vet said that I could adopt him. And so I did. I named him Sherlock. After my friend, Shirley Holmes, of course. Don't worry, he didn't take any food from anyone's windows after that. My wife and I always give him lots of food and water, and make sure to share my apple slices with him whenever I make apple pie. From that day on, whenever Shirley was done solving a mystery, she would come over to visit, pet Sherlock, and tell me about the case and the science she used to solve it. That was Shirley Holmes by Megan Begala, produced by Tessa Flannery, executive produced and performed by me, Rebecca Cunningham. With this episode, we honor the memory of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Brianna Taylor. Hey, grown-ups! you can follow Girl Tales on Instagram and Facebook. You can even join our Girl Tales Grown Ups Facebook group, or you can follow my newsletter. I will leave the links for all of those things in our show notes. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And always, always, always remember, I believe in you. strong in the night you gotta remember yeah you gotta remember